Come one, come all, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. How can I put it? I'm I'm here with this week's Factoids loser, Keith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep it going, keep it rubbing in. There's, there's next oh. week, it's alright, I bounce back. I'll bounce back. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll bounce back like a rubber ball. Um... <laughs> So um, yeah, so we had a good uh, we had a good factoids. That was fun. Um, I suggest you go and watch it. Um, and then uh, we've got some bits to talk about. There's a Hawkeye trailer dropped this week. Uh, Final Space dropped this week. Uh, I don't think we'll talk about that. We'll save that until Keith's finished watching it. Lucifer, which you haven't finished watching, so we'll talk up until a point. One um, episode. One episode. There was Marvel's What If Tony Stark's face melted. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't know what was that. The Hawkeye trailer. And I watched Shang Chi. So, without further ado, I think we should get into our first uh, our first thing, which is I'm going to talk about Shang Chi to start with because it, it's going to be short and, and sweet and to the point. And it goes like this: uh, Don't watch it; it's crap. The third fucking act just is is just nonsense. It's just utter nonsense. The moment you know when to to zone out because it um, Ben Kingsley of all people turns up. Yeah, and when that happens, he's got a, a, a three-legged pillow with wings and no head. And I'm like, what the f- is this? Tell me what I'm watching. And then from that point, it just everything just stops making sense. It really does. And I don't know what they were thinking, because what they should have done is they should have had it like a, a, um, a street-level kind of Avengers style film with with Shang-Chi and I think that would have worked better something more akin to Daredevil um, than Avengers Endgame and I know they want to amp it up to make it look like it's all life and death and all that nonsense but keeping it on the ground would have made it a bit more interesting and it would have made him more interesting too because the guy who plays him um, I can't describe it more since was he there? He's so. He's the guy. He's he's um. How can I put it? He he's the guy from stock photos. He is actually in stock photos. If you look on photo stock or whatever it is, you'll find pictures of him because he's that fucking boring. Um, there were some some people reviewed it and they turned around and said, "Oh, they tried to make out his sister was better than him." Blah blah blah. That was nonsense. Um, it was just the fact that the guy was so f- fucking unnoticeable. Uh, you'd forget that he was there in the film. Um, it's really annoying. Uh, I do not like Aquafina or whatever her name is. Stupid, stupid, flat-butted Asian girl who's just not. This doesn't. It wasn't hitting the points. They wanted that funny kind of um, stalwart character to be hanging around with him, uh, and she she didn't fulfil that that role whatsoever. Um, that sucked. Um, his sister was all right. The, the thing with his sister was that they made out that his sister learned all the stuff from just watching everyone else. Um, where she, all he had to do was turn around and say, "Look, I left dad, joined a criminal gang, worked my way up the, the thingies. I started a fight club. The winner, I would go to and I would learn stuff off, and I would keep learning stuff off, more and more stuff off of until I got better and better and better." And you go, "Oh yeah." She didn't beat him because he was better than him. She beat him because he didn't want to punch her back. So the kind of uh, female blah 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 that nonsense. Yeah, it was just the fact that he didn't want to punch her back, and she sucker punched him. Um, so you got that. Then you had the post-credit scene where they they figured out that the the, the rings was sending a signal 
somewhere to someone uh, for some reason. Was that was that um, Wong from from um, Doctor Strange? Because he's in yep. it, isn't he? Yep, Wong yeah. um, Banner as Banner uh, and uh, Captain Marvel. She was less annoying in this, actually. I, I say that she, she seemed to in the, in the in the short space that she was there, um, she didn't come across as annoying. She did in her own film. Um, so that, that so was who, who was it? Captain Marvel, did you say? Who? Yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Bruce Banner, and Wong were like kind of, oh, your bracelets are sending out a signal somewhere to someone. We can't stop it. Like, oh, okay. And uh, was it, Bruce yeah. Banner normal again and not, not normal, Professor yep. Hulk? Yep, normal. Mm. With a sore arm. Yeah, they don't explain that. So um, there's two... Isn't yeah. there two cutscenes? There's another one, isn't there? Yeah, there's the two. There's the one where they talk about the rings, um, setting out signal, um, mm. which was which was okay. I didn't mind that one. And then there was the other one with a, his sister taking over the ten rings, which she owned a criminal organization. What were you expecting? Oh, I'm just. Yeah. I'll leave my sister here. You know, I'll leave my sister in charge of this pie because she's famous for eating pie. Oh my god, the pie's gone. <laughs> Yeah. People who were like kind of all oh, that's no nah, nonsense that was expected. It was that third act. That third act just went off the rails. If they kept it on the ground, yeah. If they kept it on the ground, it would have been a really good, a really good, um, really good show to, to uh, good to watch. If they kept it in the vein of Daredevil, because the first act, the first act where he's in San Francisco and they have the fight on the thingy, I was like, I think I've misjudged this. And they got to the second act and like. And then it got to the third. I'm like, what the heck? What did you do? You broke it. You were going so well and you broke it. Mm. But hey, uh, I don't recommend watching it. Go watch it on Disney Plus when it comes out on Disney Plus or, or video on demand. It's not It's not great. It's annoying. Um, as I said, that first act made me feel like I, I misjudged it. So, yes. Um, just to, to point out, um, we've got uh, James Pond in the chat. Hello. And we've got the ambassador in the chat. If I can I've just press the wrong button, zoomed in. Hello. Nice to speak to you. Nice to see you. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, but yeah, I don't recommend seeing it. Go, go watch it on the thingy. It's it's just that third act when Ben Kingsley turns up with that cushion. <laughs> it's this cushion. I've got this cushion here. And, and it What's me, the Mandalorian? What was the man? Yeah, Mandarin, like. I like the I like the guy who played the Mandarin. He did a really good job. I believed him, but when he got to the third act, he went wonky. And I know he was supposed to go wonky because there was some evil demon thing behind the door. Yeah. Mm. And and that was um driving him slightly insane. But it was that and the other thing kind of annoyed me because I know I know I, I know more about the Mandarin than I do about Shang-Chi. Yeah, mm. and I always always got annoyed because I had I had Iron Man comics, and the one that always thing annoyed me was when Fing Fang Foom showed up because it always felt so not Iron Man, if you know what I mean. Didn't kind of sit well with me in the Iron Man universe. Um, but the Mandarin got all his powers from rings that he recovered from a crashed spaceship. They kind of hint at it as, as, as they had there's a crater with a temple in it. It's like oh spaceship, um, but they turned into ten bracelets. And I'm like oh, okay, I can see what you're doing because you didn't want to associate with the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was, it, it's annoying. I think it would have worked better. I, the, the thing is that, as I said, the actor didn't, didn't, his screen presence wasn't, wasn't quite there. Don't know if it's directing the acting or the writing that caused that. Um, but it's, 
it's not as I said, should have been street level. If it would have been Shang Chi versus Daredevil, I think I would have lost me lost lost the plot. I think a lot mm. of people would have lost the plot, and that's the kind of person you should be setting up against Shang Chi because he's that kind of he's Bruce Lee in Marvel Universe. So you should be that kind of that would have been cool. Um, okay, so we've got uh, how to be a stupid game. Where's Nigel? Um, did we put something in his classic book? Nigel doesn't. Nigel does stream from a cupboard, um, admittedly, uh, but we didn't lock him in his cupboard. Even though Keith has threatened to lock him in his cupboard on many Run occasions, I, don't, I said I wouldn't let him out until he got us at least two thousand followers on Twitter. He has. He has still not achieved this, and now we've cut his internet. <laughs> right okay so we've got the ambassador he's got one here what's this my theory on shang chi's end credit signal the signal was going to the eternals i believe the 10 rings are eternals technology yeah that fits that sounds i i think that that fits um yeah the question or oh, it's deviant or it's deviant a crashed deviant spaceship so it still fits in with the Eternals. So they they set out from Titan or wherever it is, and, and they've decided and said that the Deviants towards Earth. They uh, they implied that Deviants were dragons. So and the, I mean they go to a different realm, didn't, don't they? In this, it's not Kun Lung, which could have been actually quite cool if it had been. But it, um, well, there's supposed to be seven kingdoms of heaven, and Kung Lung is one of them. Yeah, I know so. that. Yeah. It's it's a shame because this could have been good. It's a shame that the third air. I don't know why they brought Ben Kinsey back again. Look, I loved him. I you know he was the good only good thing in Iron Man three. But again, I wanted to see the Mandarin in Iron Man three. So the fact that they didn't do that, and then they brought Ben Kinsey, which is in your opinion ruined the third act. I don't no, know. He, he, I, no, I have no, to he, see. He it. didn't ruin. He, no, he didn't ruin the third act. Is when he showed up. That's when everything went off the rails. That was the in, that's the indicator if you're watching it is when everything goes off the rails. As soon as he, mm. he has a cushion, he has a he's a furry cushion, and I know they film with a furry cushion. And I've seen the clip. I thought that I've seen the clip. I have seen seen what you mean. Um, and, and I understand that they're supposed to be like kind of Chinese mythical creatures and stuff, but they didn't. It's like when if Americans, how can I put it? It's like buying a hamburger from a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, mm. it's not going to be quite right. You buy hamburger from hamburger restaurant, Chinese from a Chinese restaurant. That's the, that's the kind of way I'm trying to put it across there with that. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, it I, as I said, I, I, I kind of, it was that second act, sorry, third, third act after that, it, that's when it went off. I was, all, I was happy up until, as I said, Ben Kingsley and his cushion turn up. <laughs> do we know do we know when it's coming to disney plus because obviously the cinemas are still not open here yet although there is indication that they will be um, um i don't know i really don't i, I really don't know um so mm. it's it said 40 days after the release that it looks like it'll be on disney plus so that's when all the high quality pirates will be out <laughs> That's the problem. I think it'll be. Things. I think it'll be out just in time for Bond. But I um as uh, I I know that's you, Bilfer. I know you've changed your name. Um, yes, we know it's Bilfer. <laughs> um, I I am of the same opinion. I, I mean, the, the thing is, even here, it's not about James Bond. It's about the women. That's all the promos we're getting here. It's nothing. No, Bond's well, in none of them. At the beginning and the end, shooting a gun. But it's all I about the women. It's all about the, saw, the one I saw in the cinema felt. Had more James Bond in it in the trailer. 
The two and I've seen. And it had seen, hardly any of the Lynch, and it had more of the new. The, the two that have been here on the Warner Brothers channel here has been yeah. the, the what's her face Lynch, um, yeah. and the the one that wears that V top, who's also an agent. She's hot. I mean, I, I don't know her name, but uh, she's fighting in that dress. Um, and it's all about the women of James Bond. It's it, and 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 they even and it, it really is that woke that they're going. Oh, the women of James Bond, you know. And it's just like, how is this Bond? People want to go and see Bond because it's the ultimate male fantasy. They guys love Bond because they want all the gadgets. They want to be him. Women love Bond because they want to be with him. It's uh, it's as, James Pond 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 James Bond, Bond has. That's because it's the bloody name. Yes, it's James Bond point. has ultimate, you know, uh, mass appeal. It, it goes across the sexes. And uh, I just think it's going to be a flop. I genuinely think that this movie isn't going to do well. Uh, the well, trailer we'll looks get, amazing. but we'll, we'll get back to James Bond in a second. It's just, I've just got some comments here in regards to it. So the ambassador says, uh, the way I saw the structure of the film was uh, Jenny Outward, uh, Shang-Chi being... In his grounded life, as he's further out, outward, things get more strange. Kind of like Big Trouble in Little China. I can see that. I can see where you're coming from. I understand that. That's that's a good perspective on it. I, I do like that perspective on it, and it's an interesting perspective. On it. And I'm really glad that you enjoyed it. And it's it's annoying because I I'm I'm getting older and I'm getting more bloody. I'm getting more cynical with everything I watch at the moment. Um, I do get that. It's. But it's the way they did it. It's if if the if the if if Ben Kingsley had a pet dragon. So I'm going back to Shang-Chi. Ben Kingsley had a pet dragon. I think I'd have been. I think I probably would have been fine with that. But it was just that bit there, and then the dragon. I don't know if the dragon was Fing Fang Foom or the one behind the door was Fing Fang Foom because I would like to have seen the only Marvel dragon that I know of. <laughs> well, no, up. we've had we've had Marvel dragons, but they've all been the skeleton. Because that was yeah. what gave that's see, yeah. See, that's the thing. If his sister said that she joined the hand, yeah, that would have fitted in with the dragons and everything because they're going after the dragon bones and, and, and whatnot. That would have been cool. Uh, and then if they put dead up as a dead, I would have lost my shit. Um, it's like, um, Sean <laughs> Cheese, Suli said some insensitive things in the past. I don't really care. But the woke mog is coming after him. Um, he's been making comments about American Asians, um, and he's been using this platform to spout woke nonsense. Um, the, the, and yeah, I've I've heard some of the stuff he's come out with, and I might understand it a bit more. But um, he's the thing is that he, he's kind of getting it from all. This is just talking about about the thing. He's getting it from all all kind of quarters here because. He said some things to upset the Chinese government about his grandparents who, who escaped China uh, and starving. So naturally, the Chinese Communist Party went, no, 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 no. Um, he said some iffy things about um, child people. I'll leave it at that. Um, he said some iffy things about that. He then said some iffy things about kind of him being the Asian actor. The problem is, is I think that it's, it's social media and actors. They need to stay away from it because it's not good. We like a little... Think about Marilyn Monroe. There was a big mystique behind her. And then you hear some of the stories about things that she said and things that she did, but you would never have heard about them in the day. And that kind of mystique kind of helps you kind of sell, you know, your um, 
your film or whatever. And I think that I think that as a general rule, actors and whatnot should just clear a social media so they can be a mystery to us. Because the guy would have kept his gob shut. I don't think we would have probably the thing would be he's quite plain. He doesn't stick out. That would have been our biggest criticism of him, rather than than him. But I think he's getting it from from all all ends. I think the cancellation mob is coming from from him in in multiple it, forms. It's the problem is right now that now that now that social media is everywhere and actors and uh, you know actresses or sorry actors because they're all actors these days um, are are on social media. They 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 think they have a platform and they use that platform. Look, you're in the make believe game. You know, okay. Sometimes you can you can craft certain things in in your movies. You can put messages in there. But everybody's doing it now. So we don't care what you think. We care about how you act. And, you know, you're there to entertain. You're there to do a job. And just just shut up because it's going to implode. It's yeah. going to implode. Um, and it, uh, Yeah. If, if I was a talent agent, I'd say get rid of Twitter. Yeah, just Instagram, take a few pictures, you know, once a week, once a month. Is is my dinner, is them celebrate something around with, and that's it. Don't do anything more than that. Um I, I, yeah, it's it, it it's not good. Um yeah. Anyway, let's let's talk about James Bond for a bit because I saw the James Bond trailer and I think I saw a different James Bond trailer to you because I saw a rather how can I put it? Uh, a rather narked James Bond, shall we say? In my in the trailer I watched, I saw James Bond, and he was um, he was pissed at the Shauna Lynch character. He's like, kind of, I've met your new 007. She's quite a girl. Right? He's he's bitching on the phone, and then he's blowing stuff up in like an underground thing. And then really, actually, I saw that, and I was like, yep, that looks good. I, I'm think I'm, I'm up for that. I'm hoping it's not. It's, I'm hoping it's not going to be the, the nonsense that they're putting across. There's a chance, but it, I'm hoping it'll be you know entertaining and and whatnot. But so what? So what, are you, what? What have you seen in regards to James Bond recently? Just really stupid woke bullshit, Colin. So it's all about the the, the women and Phoebe Waller Bridge giving a really nauseating interview, um, and it's all those sort of behind the scenes about how they've they they've they you know they've they've tried to. You know, make make James Bond less womanizing. It's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, it, it. I look. I I don't like Daniel Craig. I think over the last few years, I've made no um, secret of it because I don't like what he says. Um, I don't like how he whinges after every Bond film he ever makes. Um, and just generally, he's not. He should be kept away from the press. Um, yeah, if any, if even half the rumours that I've heard about the Danny Boyle thing are true, then he's an absolute asshole as well. And actually, Danny Boyle might have made a really good Bond film. Um, maybe, maybe the next Bond Bond might be Boyle. Boyle might come back and make that Bond film, but evidently it was Craig that 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 basically caused the the split. Um, and the guy's just a general dickhead, um, and he's gone all wokeified as well. So, um, the, do you know what I feel uh, sorry for? I'm not. I'm just not excited about it, and I should be. It's I, Bond. I, I fucking love I, Bond. I'm saying, do you know who? I forgot about him. I have to be until I watched that trailer when I went to watch Shang, Shang Chi. I've forgotten about James Bond. 
And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go and watch out with my father-in-law because I know he likes James Bond. Um, uh, it's he, does, he is the most miserable person to play James Bond. There's no two ways about yeah. it. That guy is playing the one person that we all want to play. Yeah. Right. It's the, it's the man that all men want to be. And it's the man that all women want to be with. Yeah. Even though technically James Bond's a psychopath, the British government let loose on threats. <laughs> I mean, look, Consina Royale was a good film. Quantum wasn't. Skyfall was great, but not because of him. Skyfall was great because Judy Dench was amazing in that, and what's his face as the bad guy was probably one of the best Bond bad guys in a long, long time. Um, I, I just, uh, you know, that just, I, I've been complete again. Daniel Craig has the has, he, for me, he's destroyed the Bondness because he's opened his mouth after every Bond movie. If you just Put up and shut up and wear the expensive watches and drive it, the expensive it, cars it, that are thrown it, at him. It comes back to actors with a mystique about them. Yes. That's yes. what it is. And and that mystique mm. makes things more interesting. Um yeah. So I the, the trailers the trailers sell the movie. The tra the tra the other trailer that I saw does it sells the movie. I go, Oh, it's Bond, I want to see it. Dun dum dum. Then you see Phoebe Waller-Bridge get interviewed. Then you see the women of Bond and playing all that bullshit up. Then you're just going, oh, God. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Um, mm. I know that they've they've, they've sunk their, their things into Bond because, uh, you know, everything I love, everything I watch has slowly been ero ero eroded away by this identity politics bullshit that you don't need because – most of these shows were already quite diverse and all this kind of crap, you know. I mean, even the end of, and I know why they did it, but even the end of the expanse, you know, was was well, that, the, the, the whole end. That whole end of the expanse, everything you saw with Holden was refilmed. I, I know, and, and I'm and hoping they, that season they, six is going to be amazing. But the rumors are that we're only going to get six episodes in season six, you know, and that that's that's worrying me a bit. It's like, you know, that this. There's this this thing that me and Nigel have been watching, Vigil, on the BBC, and it's really good, except for a lesbian story that doesn't need to be there. I mean, I was watching it, and they really played it up well. last week. And it's like, why why are we wasting? The, 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 the lesbian story brings absolutely nothing to the show, right? It's not like the two of them are together, and therefore it adds tension to the drama. They're, they aren't. They're far apart. Her boyfriend partner getting killed and then the stepdaughter being taken away from her there's your drama there's your drive there's the reason that she's getting all you know um sort of claustrophobic on the sub the whole lesbian thing it's just there because the bbc's checking boxes again and it doesn't need to be there like you watch sex education okay you get it right they're throwing in all the the, the, the different tropes and everything into this thing, but they're actually making a story out of it, all right? Yeah, okay, sex education could be accused of being woke, but there's drama there. There's a there's a point it, to it. Yeah. But, it's... there again, it's just like every fucking show needs a lesbian or a gay person. Every it, show needs a fucking token right. black guy. And it's just ridiculous. Uh, tokenism's <laughs> Sorry. bad. Tokenism's bad, full stop. If you're going to put a character and you put them in, you write them well, you give the give the actor something to work with, yeah? Uh, just like to point out that the, the chat is being, how can I put it, 
absolutely vicious towards poor Nigel, who isn't here to defend himself. So he just, I just read the, I just you're chatting away, and it's like kind of sort of looks like uh, it starts with my brother. Um, I actually know it started with um, with started with uh, Bilfa, um, and then it's and then I think what's it? It's much uh, Chuck then then dived in, yeah. Chuck then dived in with uh, Nigel needs to come out the closet. <laughs> Uh, and, then, and then how to be a stupid gamer was like kind of no he's cause it's full this week he can't get to his PC. <laughs> uh, I think next week we'll work out the toilet. If Knight had a laptop, I wouldn't make him do a podcast on the toilet. He has two toilets in his house. He could do it from the toilet. Um, it, no one would complain, but I'd make him just do it sitting in the toilet for a laugh. Um, isn't isn't his TV bigger than his closet? <laughs> I think he's yes, he's his TV, his 4K TV is is, is big. Yeah, actually, that's the point. He could do it from his phone or tablet. I might be a big ask. I'll talk to Nigel next week, um, and we'll see if we can do that just for for, for giggles. Um, all right, uh, I, I hold judgment on on James Bond. I think that they've redone bits in it. When they film these, these things, they put multiple bits in place and they can tone or tone down or tone something up because they take 20, 30 takes of, of, of one thing and they and they and they and they kind of have like a, a spectrum of how it's how it's done. I will so say I, I will say this that the, the first season of Killing Eve, which is the one that Phoebe Waller Bridge wrote, was quite good, right? From purely a spy perspective, right? Of espionage and all that stuff. Genuinely, it was quite good. There wasn't a lot of wokey nonsense. It was genuinely about two characters with this sort of weird attraction to each other, and it kind of made sense. Um, mm -hmm. It went stupid after that, but that first season of Killing Eve is actually genuinely quite good. Um, and she wrote that, then she left. So if that's what she's interjecting into it, it could be quite good. The, the, the my problem is he's open that mystique as you and I think you've put the nail on the head. The mystique of the actor that plays Bond has gone for me because he keeps opening his mouth. You know, Piers Brosnan when he was Bond, he knew what to say and not to say. He knew not to open his mouth. And okay, yeah, that's a different era. But again, for me, I yeah. it, it's hard to watch Craig as Bond now. Because especially after the last time when he said never again, uh, what, what what we got now? Oh, God. I wish Nigel was here for this. <laughs> Nigel with a panicked, panicked and bewildered look on his face, mate. That's Nigel's normal look. <laughs> now he's got a uh, confused. He, he would he would make a great Neo in the Matrix. He'd be oh. like, but the problem with him. <laughs> Problem with him is he get to the end of the film, he still wouldn't under understood what's gone on. <laughs> he got to the end with the phone booth and he's like, I'm sorry, can someone help me? I've got a fucking clue what's happened here. <laughs> uh, oh, he's gonna give us really some shit for this when when we get off. So uh, yeah. Um right. Uh, I'm hoping it's gonna be okay. Do you want to can we can we talk about uh, Hawkeye? Well, yes, because Genuinely, I kind of enjoyed this trailer, but then, okay, I, I secretly kind of have a crush on Hayley Seinfeld. I think she's awesome, really. I mean, she's a good-looking lass, but Dude, you're 16, I like her. You're 30 old man. No, she's not. 
No, um, you're 60. I'm not fucking that. My <laughs> wife called me old the other day. So I'm younger than you. Um, <laughs> so I, goes, so I was complaining because I, I had a bit of a bad back. She goes, oh, it's because you're getting old. I was like, fuck off. I'm younger than you. <laughs> um, 60. Uh, um, no, I liked her in... Um, Oh, uh, Bumblebee, and I've seen her in other things before. She, that was how I recognised. And genuinely, she comes yeah. across as a, as a nice girl, you know. And she, this, she, this, um, she does, she does come across a nice girl here. So, someone bought out the bought out the what? What the f is this? Rogers, Rogers the musical. musical. Yeah, no, there's Mr. something. Is it Mister Rogers? Did Mr. No, Rogers Steve Rogers. I'm joking. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. It's just right. One, I I hate it when they do one of two things. Yeah, one of them is yeah, they put like the Lion King on ice. Yeah, I'm like, why? Yeah, that's the one. One of the thing. The other thing is when they turn something into a musical. So Spider Man the musical. Yeah, why? To be honest with you, I think it, it's it's hurt more, um, injured more people than any other musical in existence. Um, but. That just makes me no, don't do please, please. I'm asking you politely, don't do that. <laughs> That's no. Um, I know what it is, it's because apparently this if you turn if you do uh 180, Hamilton's on the other side. Um, yes, I didn't like that either because it's stupid. So so there he is, he's with his family. Right, so this is the setup. I think you saw Spider-Man. Oh, hang on a second. All right, so. So first, I saw Spider-Man on Broadway. It was awesome. Did anybody hurt themselves? Um, that was the question. Uh, and the next one we got here. Uh, some say Hawkeye is re being replaced with Haley Seinfeld. Um, is Haley Seinfeld the one, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this is this is from a comic book though. This 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 is following a comic a comic book okay. story where he does train. What's her face? Um, yeah. She is so, kind of like not replacement, so, but so this is this is this is how I, I I see it. Yeah, you've got Hawkeye, and he is um, what do you call it? He's, he's they come back from the blip. It's the first Christmas back together. I'm not. He says to the kids, "I am not missing Christmas. Not this year because he's missed Christmas because he's been out doing things. I'm not missing Christmas. I will get back to you for Christmas." I think that is going to be. I'm hoping. That's going to be the, the the bit that hangs over everything, yeah. So it mm. kind of turns into something between Die Hard and um, not Home Alone. What was the other one where mate's trying to get home for Christmas? Anyway, we'll say Home Alone because it'd be easier with, with John Candy and all that, and trying to get home for Christmas. So someone's pulled up a thing. Um, there's rumours that he's deaf. He's gone deaf, and I can't tell if there's a hearing aid in his ear here. Um, but, 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 so yeah, it flashes back to him, you know, killing people as. As um, Ronin, that was the bloody name. Yeah. So you go to here. It kind of focuses a lot on his daughter, which is like kind of dude. You've got other kids that you're not letting down. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'd have focused on on the small ones. See, I don't know if that's a hearing aid or a, a what you call it, um, a, a radio thing. It could be a radio thing, but you'd expect it to go up and over the ear. If it's a radio thing, it might be a hearing aid. So I'm thinking maybe he's he's going a bit mutton Jeff. Um. It looks more like a hearing aid. I know people with hearing aids that look similar to that. Um, but then again, I've never seen anyone with little implants in their ears for, for radio, so they could be the same. So anyway, kids go away. I'm going to be back for Christmas, blah, 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 blah. So then he's spying on the kid. She gets into trouble. Uh, right. Don't like this. Yeah. 
right in agent carter agent carter knew that she was uh, smaller and thank you duncan trains planes and automobiles that was always trying to get home for christmas um you've got this uh, someone who's like kind of like 80 pounds being up 200 pound people um i couldn't i couldn't be up a 200 pound person i'm, I'm heavier than that i know they want to show things like that she had like stun sticks or mm. guns or something i'd be a bit more that's fine but she's tiny um mm. as i said you, you're right the actress isn't someone who's obnoxious and um, she does say something obnoxious where she says i'm the greatest Ar they call me the greatest archer yeah but that <laughs> I, again it's done in the it's kind of tongue-in-cheek because she then completely fluffs up and they show her fluffing up. So, you yeah, know, that's this is right. This is what I want. Yeah, I want, I want it to be like this. Yeah. Hawkeye sees that someone's got the Ronin thing on. He tracks her down, finds out it's, it's this girl. She's trying to do things, but it's not working out right. So he decides to train her and sort a problem out, but get, try and get home for Christmas. She fucks up and it's only towards the end the right towards the end when the, the what do you call it the um uh when everything counts she then starts becoming more competent because that's when it's like mm. kind of, it all click kicks in everything click clicks and then she becomes i don't want her to be the awesome person being held back from the start i want to see this character grow yeah i want to see this character grow and i want to see the bit where everything depends on her making that final shot for everything to work and because she's grown as a character it works. That's what I want mm. because I like seeing that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Male, female character, whatever. Anthropomorph, anthropomorphic character. You watch them grow. You watch them struggle. You like characters when they struggle. Yeah, it's like Die Hard. Yeah, you watch Die Hard. It is just. It's watching John McClane get tortured for a couple of hours as he's climbing Nakatomi Plaza, and it's great because when because when he wins, it's like cheese. You actually feel like he he won. And that's what I want. That's what I want with this, with the, with this character. And, and and I think there's a hint at it here when she accidentally destroys the bell tower. Yeah. So it's like, mm. oops. It's like I'm the greatest star ever. I didn't mean to do that. To run run away. That sort of thing. Um. So yeah, I'm hoping it's it, it's gonna it's gonna be like that. And I'm hoping we're it, gonna get some some proper development. It does kind of look like that vein. It looks like it's going to be funny, amusing. Right. Christmas time thing. It's coming out in December, so it's it, it is a Christmas thing. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting the whole lot around Christmas time, so um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it could be bad, but it I, could be the best thing that Marvel's done so far. So, my worry is that when we watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we thought it was going to be a buddy cop movie with them fighting terrorists. Exactly. That's what, we, wasn't. that's what we wanted. Buddy cop movie with them fighting terrorists with a few things thrown in to make things extra awkward. Yeah. That would have been awesome. We would have all just, you know, clapped like seals and enjoyed ourselves there. But no, it turns into this weird thing about racial politics, which you didn't really need because. No, it, tur it turned into six hours of look at us. We're Marvel. Aren't we so amazing that we've made a black Captain America? That's what it was. And it mm. was utter bullshit. The best way to do Black Captain America was not to say anything, just making Captain America, yeah, not go Captain look. America. Black Captain America's gone, look, you Captain America. Not said anything, not said, look, he's black. Aren't we amazing? Aren't we so fucking progressive? 
no, no. The best thing would have done the the easiest way to normalize this stuff, therefore being diverse in the best way, would have been to say nothing. Just gone right. He's the new Captain America, which is what Avengers Endgame did. Yeah, yeah, they did. Suck it up, back up, get on with it. Now, this is the interesting thing. You have the the tracksuit boys. Um, now, the tracksuit boys are doing something which looks like something another villain does, which is attack properties, drive people out of places so they can they can sell you know the properties at knockdown price so someone can develop them. Mainly a guy called Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. I would love it if the Kingpin was the baddie at the end of this. It's not going to happen, but I can wish. Just let me wish for a moment, because that would be awesome if they introduced the Kingpin that way and it isn't Hawkeye, because you would you would work in bloody Shang Chi too. Um, but yeah, it's, it looks. I'm hoping it is what we're seeing here. I'm really hoping it is what we see here, and then we get back to the musical. Oh. So what I think the funny thing is, is that it's, he's going to be taking his kids to see this musical. They're going to leave, and he's going to turn and goes, "It never happened like that. I was there." That's what I'm hoping he's going to say. And they'll go, "Of course not." But 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 all the other stuff is like, "No, no, it's nonsense." Um, One Eyed Dog is supposed to be in the comics. Them a a, a a what's it fair playing around. I'm hoping that's just a fun thing where he meets her friends because she larps as an archer on the side. The, the, the thing is right. All of the Marvel trailers to these series have been kind of misleading. Um, yep. So that, the, yeah, I get, I know what we want, whether we get it or not, I'm not sure. I think we have to go with it in, with caution, but I like her. I like him. I like the pairing. As long as there isn't a load of, you know, as long as you're right, she goes on some kind of journey, character, like de character development. development. Yeah. Um, that would be great, and therefore it'll be extremely watchable. You know, I don't care if she sort of like if he retires and goes off to his kids, and she's the one that he hands the baton to. That doesn't it, bother me, to, as I long think, as there's a good story to it. it, it if if it's, if he watches her grow, yeah, and and he turns around and says, "Look, you know, you can do, you can be Ronan. Actually, no, don't be Ronan. Be Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm not being Hawkeye anymore. You get in trouble, you call me. I will help you. Yeah." As long as it's something sensible like that, not you're now Hawkeye, you're the greatest ever. Yeah, it should be your Hawkeye, but you're not quite there. Keep working on it. I will be here if you need me, like a proper mentor does. You know, when you sit there and you, you've ever mentored anyone, and you sit there and you and you, you build them up, and then you then you give them a period of time where you leave them on their own, and you see how they 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 work without having no support, and then you come back to them, and then you turn around and say, oh, oh, "That was intentional." And this is how you know because that's how you develop people, and I'm hoping it'd be something similar like that. Um, but as you said, we're it's current day, we can't have anything nice because you know politics, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Chuck's got uh, love planes, trays, and automobiles. Yes, that was he's uh, a bit of a John was, Hughes fan, he, he loves like, his John Hughes movies. Yeah, John so. Hughes is a con. so yeah, we got that was that. Um, Marvel's what if? What if Tony Stark's face melted and his voice changed? That was the biggest takeaway from that. Oh, it wasn't a good one this week. The, it wasn't. A good, it wasn't what I, I will give you. It was a proper what if story, though. Yeah, but I think the decision to, you know, the fact that the Robert Downey Jr. didn't come back, which I 
kind of don't blame him considering what he was paid for his last movie he was not coming back for this. Um, I think they should have left out any sort of what ifs with Tony Stark or, you know, just had cameos of him in there and they could have reused sound bites from the movies. But this, no, it was not a good voiceover. It was really bad. Um, by far the worst one yet. Um, and his you face, know, him, him and Rhodey's faces looked wrong. Yeah, but I mean, animation is a subjective thing. I get it that that some people are going to be really no, 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 by objective. It. No, no, no. It's not subjective. In this case, it it's is. objectively bad. Yeah, it no, was some people bad. don't mind it. I, 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 yeah. Look, it was a bit odd. It was a bit weird. But I, if the story was good, you forgive the animation. I think, um, like last week last week's one the zombies one there was some bad animation in that but it was a really good story um no but no but the, the not, voice casting hang on a second you didn't have any characters with melty faces that no, was my true. It, it wasn't good animation it wasn't good animation but the voice I, but i think again had the story been good you would have forgiven it slightly had the me, the shitty voice not you know voice acting for tony stark not being shit it, it, again, you would have forgiven it a bit. I think the guy that played Spider-Man in the last one, who is not What's-His-Face, did a good job. The guy that played Tony Stark did not. Um, and the story wasn't a strong one this week. Right. Um, right. Okay, so, just, just it's a quick one, yeah? That's the Tony yeah, Stark bad. face. It's bad. That's the dude who plays Killmonger. That's almost spot on. Yeah, when it, and it that was What's-His-Face. Yeah. So... Hell, it was even what's his face as Ob Obadiah um uh what's his face as well. Yeah. yeah, they they those two returned to play their parts, but not the, the voice, and it really stood out. So um you know terrible, terrible melty face. That was my thing. <laughs> kind of... Yeah, I think it's the na nasal bits and everything else, but yeah, no, look. I didn't like the animation, but for me the thing was that the story wasn't good this week. Look, it no, wasn't the the it wasn't you're allowed to have a shitty episode, right? Yeah. The first two episodes are annoyingly bad for other reasons. Um, this can be forgiven because every season of television always has a weak episode. Yeah, yeah you, I think uh, is... you, no, no, I, I agree with you that it does. The first, if, if we if we forget the first two because they were they weren't wife stories, they were just reskinned things. Because this was this is how you do a what if if you don't said well what if. Um, he not T'Challa. Uh, Killmonger decided to use Tony Stark to get T'Challa, mm. and 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 take out thingy. The problem is it didn't end. That was everyone. No, but I, I but I saw it in my internet feed just had, blow up that it didn't end. But hang on, I think that a few of them have had ambiguous endings. You know, okay, the the Doctor Strange one kind of had an ending in the fact that he destroyed the universe but there were some bits there where dr strange saw and talked to the watcher the zombies one did not end really it, it you know they were potentially going to save the world but you don't see them it kind of just finished i suspect that this is all being done on purpose because this these what ifs are more than just what if stories there's going to be a tie-in somewhere um yeah and uh the fact that it just kind of ended the way it done it's the second time they've done that as you know the zombie one didn't really have an ending so i think we're going to see more of these and that's why they're not ending and i think there's more to this uh and i'm going to watch it to the end because in some ways some of the, I mean, the zombie episode is probably one of the best things that Disney Plus's Marvel has done so far. Okay, yeah, I yeah, kind of like Loki, um, but 
I get why a lot of people didn't. Um, if it had Loki in it, I would have been okay with it. But it didn't have Loki. It in. did have Loki. It did. No, it have didn't Loki have Loki. In. No, it didn't. Like, but, uh, Loki we're not going to. We're not going Loki, into that argument. Loki is a frost giant godlike person who can take a pound in from the Hulk. Yeah, and you're telling me a couple of humies can take him out? Bullshit. No, but there was moments of greatness in it, and I did like Richard E. Grant's Richard old e. Grant man Loki. I will, I will, I will give you that. Um, there was brilliant moments in it, and I loved um, what's his face? Um, oh, I've forgotten the actor's name, but what's his face as the agent? Uh, who uh, was Owen brilliant. Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson was brilliant oh, in this. I'll be honest with you, I could have just watched Owen Wilson and, mm. and, and Tom Hiddleston talk for a while. Um, mm. If there was a podcast of those two just chatting, I think I'd probably be quite happy with it because they, they they came across as fairly interesting. And I know people complained that it was like chatty, 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 um, and uh, it it wasn't very it wasn't well written because they were they were telling rather than showing. Mm. Sometimes you can get away with telling. You know, the guy who just come back from the from the destroyed castle. What happened? Well, they did this, 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 and the other, and a giant dragon turned up, and they're like, kind of okay, you don't see it, but now you know there's a giant dragon going to burn your ass off yeah and then you show the giant dragon at one point and t -t -t tension story brilliant fantastic it's funny i mean disney plus here we've got some weird release schedules going on here at the moment with disney um there's a few things that i've been starting to watch and they've been late this week on two of the things the episodes were meant to come out on wednesday and they didn't come out until friday so really weird and what if didn't come out until thursday this week just yeah. random. I don't know if that had a broke um, thing this week. Um, but Marvel, but the what if, no, it wasn't great. Um, but I tell you, I, I, I've been watching this new Steve Martin thing on Disney Plus, Only Murderers in the Building. That's genuinely actually quite good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very adult. It's very Steve Martin. He's brilliant. Um, and it's got Selena Gomez, who's actually quite good in this um and kind of works um it's it's three people doing a, a detective podcast about a murder that's happened in the building but there's lots of twists and turns but it's very adult there's lots of swearing there's no identity politics in it whatsoever it's written by um uh what's his face and i generally i've been enjoying it five episodes in and it's it's quite good it's who who done it thing but mm. with a comedy twist so, um, because that's it. There's the other one with oh, oh, what's her name? Nicole Kidman on Amazon that my brother told me to watch, where yeah. she's the psychiatrist where she's looking after a load of people. And I know the twist, it's her, she's a mental person who's brought these people in so that she can turn them yeah, against each other and then pick them off one by one. I just can't watch Nicole Kidman, I can't stand her. <laughs> I don't know can't why, have. but I've gone, I've gone off her, I really have, right. Nicole Kidman's um, best best role was in Paddington Bear when she's wearing a nurse's outfit. True. Um, I, um, I forgot about you, or, 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 or Eyes Wide Shut, where she's not wearing anything. Um, but um, yeah, that's a bit too obvious, though, Keith. <laughs> I was trying not to be so blatant, yeah, but man, that's one. That's um, one reason I do like Paddington. Um, I've done the whole of sure sex education. I managed to watch all of that in the last. Uh, two don't days. don't ruin. Do not ruin it for me because I. Um, I want to watch it. It's one of those. It's really, really weird because it's a, it's a show that I described as lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's funny and it's a bit adult in places, but overall it <laughs> has this 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 wholesome kind of feel to it, which is lovely. It makes you go. Oh. Put it this way: 
don't watch the first episode, like the first five minutes with Dexter about. Just, just no, don't. no. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna. Wa- I'm gonna watch. It sounds really bad. I'm gonna watch it on my own. Um, I'm gonna watch it on my own. So no, because I have to explain to the missus what's going on. And it was like I think it, I don't know if it was the second season or whatever when his his mate goes to the cinema and he lets him down, and then he gets the mm. shit kicked out of him on the way home. And that one, I felt so bad for him. It was just, I genuinely was like, oh my God, that's terrible. And and it's great because the way you put it together, you can then see why he's pissed off at his mate. Mm. Not only did you stand me up, but I had the shit kicked out of me on the way home. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then he has his relationship with the school bully. Um, mm. And it's that, that, that kind of, you know, that's... It, it's it's very it's very beyond PC. I would describe it. It's very progressive. I think not in the derogatory terms. There good. is everything in this uh, this season. You know all the things about gender fluid and stuff. But I don't know how to say this. It really sort of voice this, but it does it in such a way that it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel woke. It feels, how do I say, authentic. Does that make any sense? uh, There is a moment, there's a moment, and I'm not going to go too much into it, not to spoil the story. There is a moment in the final episode that choked me. And I mean choked me. And it's because I lost my mum. And it it came out of nowhere. And I had to go away for 10 minutes because it really (laughs) hit me. Um, But it's, it's a beautiful, it's a, beautiful moment right and it genuinely is very emotional even if you didn't lose your mum right but the and that isn't a hint or anything um it it, it, it's uh it's just it's amazing and um genuinely it's very well written um there better bloody well be a full season um, because there's a few things that's obviously the, left out. That's a problem yeah. with a Netflix-owned series. They don't seem to make it past season three unless they're Stranger Things. That's that's a, the problem with it. Because There's I a watched, few I, things that they... Fl- yeah, go on. Yeah, because I watched... Sorry, because I watched Final Space uh, and then I was like, crikey, it's got to end of season three and they hadn't resolved everything. Because they were getting close to resolving a lot of stuff, so it felt like it was going to close down. And then the last two episodes it opened up whole tons of worms and everything, it all, all over the place, cans, cans and you know, lids and everything like that. And then I got to the end, and it was like it wasn't the end of the season. I was like, "Shh, is it getting a fourth season?" And then I realised it's done by some other company. Hmm. And they're like, "Oh God, thank God for that. That means there'll be a fourth. I can get to watch fourth season." Um, but with sex education, I can't tell you because it's it's Netflix. It's I think weird. It's... Do you oh. know they 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 Americanize the whole school system without making it American, which I it's find is amazing. Weird what they've done, and yes. and it's it's slightly different again in this. I, I I think I think what the writers are doing is going for one more season. I think the next season will be its last. Um, but actually, genuinely, it feels organic that it's going to go that way. Um, I think there is another season there. There's another season to tie up the gaps, to, to you know, finish off all the relationships and stuff. Um, it's a brave thing. You know, the thing I like about it is it's annoying, but it, it always leaves you wanting more. Yeah. Um, and, and there is one more season 
Netflix needs to give it a, a last season, even if it's a shortened one. It needs to have a final season just to finish off tying everything off, and therefore it can be this 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 thing. And you know, on paper, if you read some of the symbols, we should all hate it, but it's not. It, 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 the thing is about sex education; like it, it's authentic. So I don't care how much progressive bullshit's in it. It's authentic. The people that are writing this aren't fake. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I don't know how else to say it, and therefore I don't mind it. You know, the the moments that happen between the characters feel authentic. There, there's a moment between a head boy and a gender-neutral character in this one who's a new character. And again, it feels great, you know, and mm. and you know, it, it I, I can't explain it. You have to watch it. But it is it's a great season. It's been a brilliant season. Um okay. incredibly well, emotional. It is emotional. It, that it fucking is, final is, episode got me. It is um it is uh it is on my watch list because I've I just finished final space, which was good. Um I, I think the final thing before we go is Lucifer, because I again have really enjoyed up until episode nine, season six of Lucifer. Although I can't stand the actress that plays Rory. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, she's because you remember she's Megasonic Teenage. Witch I know who. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's she's alright. She does. She kind of she starts to grow on you after a while. Um, mm. Was episode nine the wedding? No, episode nine is where Lucifer's last day. Okay. Don't worry, I know I know what happens because it got spoiled for me, so I know how it kind of ends. I do know that... I, I, I'll tell you one thing, it ends mm. properly. They close the, they yes. close the TV show off and they, they do it properly and it's satisfying. And you don't feel that any kind, there are any kind of loose ends or you feel like you've been cheated what? or anything. It feels bumped that way. The rumour is that the one character that actually doesn't really get a, a satisfying ending is Trixie, the, do- the other daughter. Yeah. She's a, yeah, yeah. She kind of gets left by the wayside. What about... Um, Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've kind of enjoyed Dan's moments. I'm glad they brought Dan back in a, in in a way. I, I Dan's got okay. I haven't got to the bit where Dan goes to heaven, but I know he's going to go to heaven. I know what his unresolved guilt is. It's his daughter. It's fucking obvious. Um. So, mm. Um. But um. No, we've got one final episode to go. But actually, the way it ends, and I know how it ends with Lucifer perfect sense so um and season six has been really good actually it season five because of that middle bit and that long gap and that wasn't entirely netflix's fault it was obviously the pandemic but um it it just felt a bit disjointed this season this season 10 episodes and each episode is built to this and they they've had a beginning a middle and an end here and it we're coming to the end but uh you're sad but at the same time, it's satisfying, if that yes. makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, the thing with the book I found hilarious. Yeah. Where she, where she's written the book, and she's, and she's literally just sketched out some of the bits where they've got, like, kind of, look, I found a clue. Hey, and she's got a happy T-shirt written on her, that Ella's walking around with happy T-shirt written on her. Uh, and that's, that was great, because it was, like, kind of, they literally took the piss out of their own writing methodology for lucifer yeah um and i was like you know what i guess a round of applause for me for that one anyway i think we'll round it off here 
Um, yep. Guys, thanks for watching. Uh, if you're still watching, give us a thumbs up. Um, or give us a like, depending on, on what platform you, you're doing. Um, go watch Factoids. Me and Keith. It's awesome. It's a game. It's a game of genius and wit. Therefore, he's only pushing it re a lot this week because he won. <laughs> did I? <laughs> oh, oh, by oh way, did I? I? I'm, I'm <laughs> the current winner of Factoids. So here's the thing, that, right? No. We are both really bad winners. <laughs> so if you think Gareth is, uh, if uh, Gareth is being, you know, particularly like a bad winner, don't worry. I give as good as I get. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We, we we had it was it was it was a good one. I think this week. Um, uh, I, I was a bit annoyed because when I put my notes together, I found I found a couple of factoids that I was planning on using, and it's like ah, I'll have to save them for another time. Actually, I found three factoids, but I used one of those factoids. Wasn't that right, Craig Keith? You never look at ice cream and Margaret Thatcher in the same way. You clever bugger. We will try and reconnect Nigel's cable next week if he's a good boy, but he has to or find the key to the find the key to the cupboard. <laughs> and on that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you Hello. in the next one. If I win next week, I'll win the season of factoids, and that made me. No, 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 no. We've that was episode four. We've got two more episodes. If just I have to win, win next them, next one. If I just have to win one of them, that's it. I've won. That's yeah, it. but then it'll be a draw because because if I win the next one, it's going to be three all. Because at the moment it's two two. So there. <laughs>